The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brain. Don't let them go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. Oh, hold up. Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, as always. And we got Ben and Anthony back in the studio this week. What's up, Finally, where you been, bro? Hey, hey. Got some splaining, Toto. Uh, I was away on a little bachelor's parties weekend. So all right. My buddy Mariano, shout out Mariano and Daniela, getting married in July. Congrats, congrats. Um, I was selected to be the best man. Oh, big congrats. Hold up. I didn't know that. Hold the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're you're too kind. Stop. Congratulations. Sit down, everybody. Please sit down. That's good. Wow, that was quick. That's big news. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're. as soon as the light comes off, they're they're done. They're yeah, good. we got trained. Good, good crowd control. Got them trained. See what happens when you feed people before they get in the studio? Yeah, we we eat over here. Yeah. No, but uh yeah. We went down to Ocean City. Um great time, great food, great people, and uh a long drive back. Uh I decided that we should drive down instead of fly down. Yeah. With all the COVID. That makes for better better time. How many cars it was in the motorcade? We had Two from New York and a couple from, one from Maryland. Okay. Oh, excuse me, and a third, third from, from New York that left after us. But um, we stayed at a great place right, right off the boardwalk, and um, I'm not going to bore you with all the details. Where did you say Ocean City? I was sorry. I was doing something for the gram. No, it's all right. The gram comes first. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Ocean City. Nice. It was at, beautiful. Uh, awesome. Air- Airbnb? Airbnb. Support the, the local, is that a local business? No. Yeah. We say no, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> we said it at the same time, and it was opposite, so they just canceled that. We didn't say anything with all the hilt, which is the 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 perfect analogy of this podcast. We literally just say nothing, <laughs> say nothing for an hour. And we are a, talk, a talking contradiction. That's there you go, nice. right? Oh, um, that could have been the whole. That could have talking been contradiction. Title. You know what? We're changing the title. Probably take, taken. Yeah, I'm sure it is, and we're pretty pot committed at this point. <laughs> we're in, we got merch. We got you know. But anyway, yeah. I'm back now. Nobody, uh, nobody got seriously injured. There's no like hookers that are buried somewhere uh, in the beach, or you know. I will say I'm surprised. Yeah, about the latter. But, <laughs> um, yeah, everyone came back in one piece. Everyone had a great time. Oh, that's good. Um, I definitely can't handle hangovers like I used to, but yeah, it took me like four days to recover afterwards. Yeah, that's been my uh, my issue the past couple of years. I pretty much just avoid drinking at this point because I I don't want to deal with the hangover. Yeah. See, you're a wise man for that. Yeah, but when I do drink, though, I start going buck wild, start ripping tequila shots, and same. then I'm like alcohol for the next day. We had a drink uh, that I could not stop drinking at one of the uh, beach places called Secrets. Uh, it's like they have tables in oh, the I water. Oh, I know Secrets. Dude. I know Secrets. They had this drink called The Pain in the Ass. Okay. <laughs> it's a rum runner and I believe a strawberry daiquiri mixed together, and then they ru- float rum on top. 
exquisite. Yeah. We pound, we drank a lot of those. We drank a lot of those. We drank a lot of Casamigos. Nice. And we drank. Shout out, George. And Captain uh, Morgan or Mariano. That's, Dude, I can't. You like rum? No, I hate rum. Do you like rum? But it was for the. Uh, I'm indifferent. Not really. I mean. Honestly, like. I don't, se- I don't. I barely drink. <laughs> the second I have rum, it's an instant headache for me. White rum or the dark rum? Dark rum. I don't think I really drink. Whoa, a lot of white whoa, rum. whoa! Hey, there's Bacardi. You, you're, you're getting into Anthony territory with <laughs> this white and dark Bacardi. stuff. And <laughs> we can't even. I just have get bad. Normal. I just get bad uh, migraines. So that's really. And once I cut out alcohol, like pretty much altogether, like very, very real. I mean, it's like not like I'm anti-drinking. I, you know, when in Rome, I drink a beer. I'll drink a beer. <laughs> no, I had, beer. like I was telling you guys earlier, I had I had three uh, oat, uh, coffee oatmeal stouts from Darling Brewery in Patchogue, and I was like tipsy. Shout out Darling Brewery. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I know they're big fans of the pod. Yeah, big fans. Um, you know, uh, speaking of fans, I'm a fan of this guy that I got to shout out real quick. Who we shouting out? Shouting out my nephew, Sam, turning three today. Let's go, Sam. Oh, happy birthday, Sam. Happy Sammy birthday, well. Sam. Hey, Sammy. It's the Sammy big well. tree today. The big three. Man, what, what a kid. All decked out in his hockey equipment yesterday. Had a, had a fun party uh, over the weekend. Uh, Sean and Danny... Uh, do a nice uh, celebration together for him, and uh, just shout out to to him, my favorite, my favorite little nephew. Uh, can't wait to hang out with him again, and uh, hope you're enjoying your day, buddy. And uh, Uncle Steve, uh, he'll see you soon. He'll see you later this summer at the lake. Love you, bud. Shout yeah, out, so shout, shout, shout out, Sam. out, Sam. Shout out, cousin Sean. <laughs> shout out, cousin Sean. I want to get that out. There. Shout out, cousin Danny. Yeah, man, three years old. Well, your your guy's only what now? He's uh, three months. Two two he's months. Ten. We're still calling him weeks. I, I hate it. I say two months, but uh, yeah, yeah, two but, and a half months. Mm. And you, so you're gonna have your first Father's Day. Yeah, this Sunday. How does that feel? Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I remember always being like, yeah, but that's that's another day now that you're gonna get gifts. So that's that's a plus. But see, now he's a father. He's gonna transition into getting like only socks now. For true. Kids. This is true. Socks, undershirts, or like, hey, but your kid's gonna get older, <laughs> and in his twenties, you're gonna get a nice job. And you're going to start getting some banging gifts. Yeah, like macaroni projects. <laughs> yeah, the macaroni necklaces, that's to like age five. Have you start, Have you got a bat in his hand yet? Is he going to start swinging the bat? I'm thinking maybe... Hockey stick? Whether, yeah. I, I was going to say, it came be, with the Islanders hat. You know, we can't not mention the Islanders. Maybe I, we'll save that for the sports. But. I definitely know he's going to be heavy uh, baseball influence because you guys, mm-hmm. my brother, yeah, and like everyone that I know. My brother said the Yo, first... Yo, shouts to your brother, Nick, in that... Uh, magical Penny Hardaway jersey he was rocking in that Bro. picture. Yeah, he came that was, in. That was, that was, that was, that was some heat right Nick's there. always got fire. Nick, yeah. And he paired it Yo, up. Yo, did everybody have the hip, like the hip bag or whatever? Oh, the fanny, the fanny pack? pack across yeah. the chest? Was the that fanny like, pack was a, a Nick and I di- idea where we were like, we have to get the boys something for the oh, secret Oh, cool, cool. So trip. you got everybody. So we did, uh, yeah, so we did, not everyone was vaxxed, so we got them a mask, okay. a couple masks, uh, hand sanitizer, um, liquid IV, which came in handy. Yeah. Um, it's just Pedialyte. It's like yeah, powdered yeah. Yeah. electrolytes. Um, water on, water on steroids. Right. Hydrating in like half the amount. And everyone, we did like a, a grab bag. So we just put it in a brown paper bag and whatever you got, you got. And yeah. Yeah. And you put that together. My brother and I put it oh, together. Okay. It was my idea. He he brought, he <laughs> let, brought it let to me, life. Let me just preface. This was my shit. But <laughs> no, but he def, he definitely uh, was heavily influenced in it. So he he was like, "Hey, this is the other things that I think we should get." 
So I was like, great. And um, yeah, shout out to my brother for helping me keep things organized. And yeah, we all had fanny packs. Also in that picture with the Penny Hardaway jersey, he had the Stance socks with Cyclops on it. Oh, nice. So, oh, man, I missed that one then. Yeah, you got to Are they visible in. in that picture? Yes, they you are. You know what? The Penny Hardaway jersey just like, I was just focused in. I had tunnel vision, actually. I was just focusing in on that Nick came jersey. down the stairs and was like, out, uh, what is it? Fit check. He <laughs> <laughs> went TikTok on you? He went TikTok. Nice. Did you hear me call TikTok? Oh, fuck, I did it again. <laughs> I heard you call did it TikTok. Did you hear that last yeah. time? Jesus. Wow. That was, that was not planned. I, was I, I literally just don't know the name. <laughs> no, you guys did. That was an awesome, awesome episode. Even though you said, you know, the, don't look forward to this one. But it was great. I, lo- I, loved, all the ta- I loved all the takes on, uh, on the Logan Paul Mayweather fight. So Yeah, you know, I did leave one thing, one bit out of that. And it was just, I, I started saying I felt bad for, you know, boxers that take the sport seriously and stuff like that. And then I'm sure we went on tangents and I never finished that thought. But where my mind was going with that, because now there's like, there's other fights coming up that are featuring like YouTube, other YouTubers and First TikTokers, and, TikTokers yeah. and it's like hip hoppers, <clears throat> mind rockers, and the people who don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at at what point do the the boxers like owe it to their sport to step in and lay these fucking kids out and just be like, listen, if you're gonna take it seriously, that's one thing. But if you're gonna make a mockery of my sport that I've dedicated my life to, I'ma lay your ass out. Yeah, but I feel like. Boxing, the sport is just dying. no. It's just dying. Yeah. Well, it's not. I mean, well, this. I mean, all. Yeah. I guess maybe I mean, the this only is thing this that's keeping it alive now. Are is... these exhibition fights? Yeah. I don't call this boxing. Well, they're exhibition fights. I mean, the that one that one wasn't scored. It wasn't. You know, there was no winner or loser. It was just. I mean, everybody wins when the loser goes home with fucking twenty million. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's no. There's Logan, no Paul, Logan Paul made twenty million on that fight. Well, did you see? Did you hear Mayweather's statement? He said, "I underestimated the kid." In in the ring, that interview. The end, Wait, the one after where he was saying, he's like, I just got there. I got paid. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I don't know about you guys. I got paid. He goes, I wasn't trying to, you know, he wasn't, I wasn't trying to kill anybody. He's like, but, you know, the kid knew how to fight and I'll give him that credit. But he's like, at the end of the day, I'm a businessman. And that's he what he said. Yeah. He was the, the greatest legal bank robber of all time. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Which he is. Yeah. I mean, he checks got, out. He got, he got your out. money. Yo, he, he did knows. get my money. He did get my 50 bucks. And you guys were talking about the hugging part, and that was like a bait. Of course, yeah. That's I his, mean... Yo, that's, that's the game. That's his game. Yeah. Like, that's his yeah. thing, and But, whatever. I mean, but, but Logan was the hugger more than... Because, yeah, because Mayweather usually does lock up to, you know... Well, that's how he beat Canelo yeah. uh, off of a controversial... The ref broke it up while they were in close, and he gave him a quick uppercut and, and knocked and that, them that out. and wow. did him the fight. So... He beat Canelo? Yeah. How long ago was that? A couple years ago. Wow. It was, a, it was one of the hardest. It was a very controversial fight mm. because they said that it was a cheap shot. Fans of Canelo. Yeah, but, you know, it's like the other thing, too. I anytime, too. anytime they go in to lock up, they're always going in like forehead to forehead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, I've seen dudes get KO'd in UFC doing that when they really go in close to lock up start grappling or whatever and it's just like yeah it's headbutt and then the guys split open they get you know then they got you know it's like well that was the whole situation with mike tyson biting evander holyfield because he was just hungry evander holyfield (laughs) was going in and he was saying he was headbutting mike and that's a tactic to to like cut him uh because he couldn't hit him with punches he was going in and like hitting him i do remember as a kid watching that fight not really knowing what was going on yeah yeah but when that happened 
and like all the craziness going on. Like, again, it's probably too young to appreciate what I was actually watching. And like, you know, this guy fucking bit off his ear. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he was telling the rep, he, he's, bi- he's hit me with his head. <laughs> he's hit me with his head. He better stop. I'm going to bite his ear off. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that he, he warned him. He did. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I swear to God, you probably can't hear me now because I bit it off. Well, the next ex- exhibition I think that's going to come to the boxing world, they're saying, is, is Tyson and Lennox Lewis. I'm ready for I've that. I've heard the Tyson and Holyfield, but I think it's going to be Tyson and Lennox Lewis. I respect these guys for not wanting to like hurt themselves. And I mean, at 50-whatever years old, you get yeah. into the ring and fight each other. Like The safety should be a priority. But if I see those guys in the ring, I actually want them to fight. You know oh, I mean? they, bro, they're not going to hold back. I, I mean, Tyson still uh, looks pretty vicious when he posts those videos of him like sparring and like training and shit. Like, but there's a point of I, I wouldn't even want to be the guy with that huge like backpack of pads on his stomach. Oh God, take, you know what I mean? Like, God. Yeah, Tyson looks still in great shape. But going back, Tyron Woodley, who is a uh, oh oh that's the the I, I'll probably yeah honestly I'll probably pay for that too because he's a real fighter yeah he's a boxer yeah I mean he is UFC, UFC yeah UFC but he knows how to box and he said on Brandon Chobb's show on the YouTube he's like I'm I'm prepared to to hurt this dude yeah like I, I want to hurt this dude because because that to me it's like you know I want to see I want to see these guys get challenged stop taking fights that you know you can fucking like wreck the guy you know like because then then I'll actually have respect for you as a boxer. But but then when, you know, especially Jake, and again, I know he plays up, like, the heel aspect of the whole thing, but it's like, I'll take you seriously if, like, if you're actually getting in the ring with guys that can box. Get in, get in the ring, and if you, especially, you know, always, you know, complaining that nobody is taking you seriously when you knocked out, like, three guys, it's like, dude. One of them's ba- Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, basketball player. I'm taller than him. Uh, um, ben Askren was like, you know, looked grand- like me walking into the ring. He just came out. He got a hip replacement surgery <laughs> like a few months before that. So come on, man! Like, fight a legitimate boxer in your weight class, and like, let's let's see an actual match. Yeah. But they just, you know, I mean, they're getting paid so much money. Why, why even put yourself at the risk when you yeah. can do these, you know, Bro, thriller shows? And I'll fight Jake Paul for twenty million. I would put up a million to see that. Would you? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not proving that. I, I'm not saying that I can win, dude. I'd get. I'm just I'd saying. Get in, I, I just will sh- sort of I'd show dude, up. I'd, I'd get in the ring with Tyson for that. I. He'd probably kill me with one punch, but you know. I mean, I have very little training. Couldn't be worse than that pepper I ate before the show. But <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for you guys to see that. We uh, we recorded a little something. We do like an Instagram reel. Uh, I mean, should we get? Can we get into the talking snack now? I mean, let's I think get we, out of this we, ring talk. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little too. Much. We didn't lose everybody already. Before yeah. we do though, before we get into the talking snack, yeah, I want to put this up front because we usually put it at the end. Shout us out on Instagram if you do want to see that video. It's at unofficial underscore pod. Um, if you want, if you have any hot sauces you want us to try, if you have any questions, comments, hit us up on our email, hi at uipodcast.com. Uh, with the, all that being said, let's head to Talking Snack. Talking Snacks. I'm a big blueberry guy. I'm a big blueberry guy. <laughs> you are. Very big. Bigger strawberry Strawberry guy, my number one fruit, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, like we mentioned before, uh, we went on air here. They brought another couple of sauces for me to try. You're going to be able to see that uh, on our Instagram. Make sure you check that out. Uh, Spice Challenge is a few days away. It is. And uh, all the equipment is in. Uh, all the players are ready. I'm just upset. Pay-per-view passed on it. Stars passed on it. Design passed on it. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, what's that? The, the Fubo, Fubo TV or whatever. They said they'll do it. Yeah. Only They're only going to broadcast it in Mexico, though. Oh, that's right. So... That's right. 
If you're in Mexico, I mean, look us yeah, up. Yeah, Mexico Google. City, um, New Mexico, old old Mexico, <laughs> old Mexico. Some, some parts of Southern California that still believe it is Mexico. So we have decided on a location. We did lock that in. We're going to be doing it live from Shirley. Oh, yep. Live from New York. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday night. At the um, Toranto residence. Yeah. Yeah, we're a nice looking backyard, Ant. Hey, we were a lot of help. The pool's gonna be ready to go in though. Things get real wild. (laughs) The pool's ready to go right now. Okay, nice. Oh, you got the chlorine? Yeah, it's the chlorine. We'll get to that in a second, maybe. Where do we land on? How many how many sauces are in the final uh I think we're gonna go with twelve. Twelve sauces. Have eight, right? We have eight showstoppers. We have eight showstoppers. Are either of the two that I tried before the episode on there? Negative. I'm sure that that lands I, in the 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 one that you tried though that that would be in there that would have been the one of the ones that oh, okay. I selected for the lineup but we did say uh, again we're we're doing hot sauce that we haven't had yet oh yeah yeah so yeah. we don't have any type of advantage over Katie yeah okay so but that I definitely would have put that one in there and I would have put it towards the end yeah because that, and, was, and that spe- one hits you hard and speaking of the end oh yeah speaking of the end <laughs> we have a hot sauce called the end yeah. I know we mentioned it last week. Uh, my sister Nikki went down to South Carolina and bought it for us. That is going to be our tri- tiebreaker. If two of us or all three of us make it to the end, that is going to be the one that, that, that separates us. Um, if not, I'm kind of hoping it doesn't because I do want to have a video of the three of us. Yeah. Trying I don't know. You know I mean, but I don't, I don't even know if I want to try that one because I don't know where that other one was sitting at on the Scoville, but six million. I asked you on the last episode. I'm not convinced it's safe to, to eat like, you know. It's like some say, highly concentrated shit. I would say that one that you, you tried was like 1.5 million. You think so? Am I off? I don't. Which well, one? See, one, I don't one really of the ones have, from today? I think the one you tried today was like one, one and a half to maybe two. You don't say. I, I, I'm having a hard time believing that, but I really don't have. You think it's higher or lower? I think it's lower. I would, yeah. I mean, yeah. it feels like yeah. it would be lower. There's no, like, yeah, I, I can never I don't find... have a, a baseline to right. go off of. I don't know, like, Hey, this one's six hundred thousand. Yeah. So I don't know how that would compare to it. The thing about the one that you had today, like I said, it coats your mouth. Yeah, that that works quick. Yeah, it works quick. It lets you know it's there, overstays its welcome. What's the name? And of then it? it tidies up before it goes. And then it's like it, it was never even there. Monoloco. Stand by. We're, we're looking for some Scovilles here. We'll see if we can find oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. On the Piedre or whatever. Pied. Piedre Almas or Almas. Which you said what it means. Soul eater, or like soulless, leaving the soul. Pierre de means like lost. Mm-hmm. A lost soul, probably. That's what it means. Yeah. All right. That's just off the very little Spanish I know. So they saw it take on the number nine spot on Hot Ones. Oh, so that's up there. It was on Hot Ones. Apparently, I feel like I did. Like the label looked vaguely familiar. I felt like. I got it off Heatness, which is like the website that they work closely with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of hot ones just for some ideas, how to shoot certain things, maybe, um, you know. Yeah. Pe- on peppergeek.com, they rate it 4.5 out of 5 of heat. Wow. On what website? Peppergeek. Peppergeek. Pepper Geek. It's uh, a couple that does uh, hot sauce reviews. All right. I wasn't even close. 400,000. 665,000. Hey, that's still a... Uh... That's you know, probably why I was nothing, able to put it on my finger. And especially for you. Yeah. All right. Who all avoids right, heat for right. the most part. Why did I think it was a you know, me, uh, You know, so this past weekend, I, I uh, 
I played on Friday night. I was supposed to play Saturday, but that one got canceled because of weather. But Katie came out on Friday. Mm-hmm. We were talking. We were talking some spice challenge stuff. Were you talking snack? We were talking some snack actually. Yeah, <laughs> talking some snack about you guys. Um, you know, I'm on Team Katie. I was saying, you know, maybe, maybe she tags me and maybe I bring up the. <laughs> <laughs> we should be. Able, we should give a, out a lifeline. Yeah. I'm throwing some ideas around that we each get one lifeline, but we'll we'll see. Okay, are there going to be other people there? Uh, like kind of watching, hanging out while we do it. You know, I'm or? assuming Phil and the kids will be there. Yeah, yeah, true, um, true. I is coming out. Nice. Lisa will be there. Yeah, yeah. So, Very cool. We'll see. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, another thing uh, in the food world. I know Ben's a big blueberry guy. Big, big blueberry, blueberry guy. guy. <laughs> and I know he's a big special K guy. Love a special K. I don't know if you've seen. I've been sitting on this for a while. Really? Oh, all right, go ahead. I'll let you finish. <laughs> special K blueberry. Made with real blueberries. Incredible. But yeah, I think that's like the theme because like I had the, well, I'm pretty much done with them now, but those Cheerios that are left in there, those are blueberry Cheerios and that was like a new one. But blueberry special K? I was going to say, why were you I'm, sitting I'm a big this? Cheerio guy. <laughs> I was, I totally forgot to pick them up from the store and I felt embarrassed about it. You I know, haven't ben, seen them. Ben, you mentioned, uh, you know, that we you. were, we had a, you know, because we also acknowledged that the spicy stuff is kind of, taking over the talking yeah. snack segment and we're in our spicy era you you deemed it we had a cereal era so we came from <laughs> cereal to chicken to spice where will we go next i don't know <laughs> but maybe maybe this is a little we can this will help guide us a little bit i know you'll appreciate this on uh yesterday sunday uh when we record this on monday as you all know uh i went to sugarfish Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Mm, places banging. Oh, my God. They had a sugar fish out it, in, LA. in LA. That's where yeah, it started. Yeah. Um, it's, are you familiar with like the menu? I mean, more or less. Uh, you know, I, I never ate there when I was in LA, but. I don't know if they did it like this in LA, but here it's, it's like strictly omakase, basically, mm. which is you pick, you know, what level you want to go with, and then they just start bringing you out stuff. You don't know what's coming next. Oh. So. I got to give a shout out to Sugarfish in in the city because it was, we've been talking about over the whole pandemic, we really didn't get sushi much at yeah. all because it's just one of those things that don't travel well. Yeah. Well, you don't really want to order it. You sure. can, but yeah. you know. Best eaten fresh at the restaurant exactly. for sure, yeah. But oh, blew our bees off. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've ordered uh, sushi from Kumo a few times. I like that place. And, and that actually does travel like pretty decent. What's um, your stance on eel? I like eel. Uh, me too. Yeah. Um, we were talking a lot of the dragon don't. rolls and stuff. I like that. A lot of people do not. Yeah. It's fishy. I, I actually think it's like probably one of the most fishy things. Really? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like you mentioned, you know, usually when it's like a fishy taste, it's like cooked, overcooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I've gotten an overly fishy piece of eel. I, you know what it is? And, and this is where I'm going with this. We were talking the whole time because Aya doesn't like eel. Yeah. I like when it's almost cooked, overcooked because it caramelizes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And you have that eel sauce on it. And yeah, I think I'm going to say, and a lot of times those rolls, like, probably more so after I saw um, Jiro uh, Dreams of Sushi. Mm-hmm. Great documentary. Um, and you actually went and you ate at one of uh, his offshoots, right? When they, when... Yeah, so Hiro has the the restaurant in Japan, which, like, it's, like, in a subway Subway, stop. yeah, yeah. And, like, you can't get, it's, like, two or three years out. One Is he of, still alive? I think so. Okay. Um, one of his... I guess proteges, you would call him yeah. uh, Chef Nakazawa. Yeah, open it like a pop up in the city. It's not a pop up. Oh, has, it's still it's yeah, like a fix. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Um, we went there for 
Your birthday? My birthday two years ago. Yeah. And that was, again, an omakase, a little bit more expensive. Uh, for the listeners and also for me, what does that mean? Omakase is, like I said, you, you basically you sit down and they just start oh, bringing just, you out oh, stuff. Okay, there, cool, there's no cool, menu. Cool. They'll give you a menu of like other stuff that you can add on. Sure. Like we, we added on a yeah. Wagyu, piece yeah. of Wagyu sushi, nice. which they put, you know, put on the rice and yeah, they, yeah. they did with the flamethrower and everything. But what was cool about the Sushi Nakazawa was as they give you the fish, they have like a waiter come over and tell you, hey, this is uni from California. Mm. And they'll tell you what, you know, you're probably tasting. And then the next piece will come out and say, okay, this is uni from Japan. Oh, that's cool. And you know, I like the, that'd be cool with like the different tunas and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was our favorite thing from Sushi Nakazawa was, uh, you, they put a plate in front of you with three pieces of tuna. Yeah. And it's like, like a lean the, cut. A fatty. And like then a the, medium cut. Yeah, and then yeah. the fatty tuna. And oh man, uh, dude. What do they call the fatty tuna again? I'm blanking on the name. <sighs> I don't know. You know, it's, it, what, what bothers me sometimes, you know, because the sushi that we eat, you know, especially for me living on, uh, on Long Island, it's like. Very Americanized, mm-hmm. very like role oriented. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I was going to mention from after that documentary, like, when I crave sushi, I just want the fish yeah, and the okay. rice. I don't want any of that other craziness. I want to taste the, the fish and, and, like, oh man, I mean. But yeah. you know what, though? It, it ends up, uh, it's going to sound snobby and it's not, but it ends up ruining you in a way. Because like well, when you have better sushi, when you, ha- when you especially like on the, you know the really high end, yeah, yeah. Because when you like go to your spot where you know you're cool with like a tuna roll, yeah, you get it and you're like, Ugh. well, dude. I mean, I you realize like what you. you I, know. I was spoiled from, you know, where we lived in, uh, you know, in Sherman Oak between, you know, I always lived between Sherman Oaks and Studio City, and I was like, you know, it, it was either either city, but it, just a straight shot up and down Ventura Boulevard, and then there's that part of Ventura Boulevard that they call Sushi Row because each side of the street is just, and I think I mentioned on a podcast, one of the last dinners I had there was with, uh, uh, Mike and Tanya and, uh, like the, the good Charlotte twins were there with Cameron Diaz and, uh, Nicole Richie. Oh, wow. You know, so it was the, I forget the, uh, man, yeah, I'm blanking on the name, but I mean, a really, really, really good spot. So, I mean, everything I feel like since I moved back has been subpar compared to out there. I have to like venture into Manhattan and get some like good stuff. Oh, but. go ahead. Sorry. And go ahead. No, did you guys ever go to Kotobuki and Hop Hog? I, I, I have like been, to, I have been to Kotobuki. That uh, place I think is one of the better. That, that is a really good sushi place. Like they, you want like sashimi, like you just want plain, like you're not going there for a Yo, California and, and, roll, but yeah. like they have a nice deal for like, for three people to eat and they just pull out like some great sushi. Yeah. yeah. I've been there once and it was incredible. I wish I, I want like you know sushi restaurants to all kind of like get on board together and make like decisions that affect all the restaurants because they sushi union because like well, what a volcano roll is here. Well, not only not <laughs> only not only that there. like you know because like a place like Kumo like sometimes like because I just got used because like the like sushi has a meaning nigiri has a meaning you yeah, know what I mean yeah, like yeah. and I, you know when I said like nigiri that's just the, the, just the, the rice and the fish. fish yeah. And they looked at me like they didn't know what the hell I was asking for. And yeah. then I hate that because, again, I like getting the, like the, I like getting sushi like that. So, you know, m- more times than not, they come in as two pieces. Mm-hmm. But I, Kumo, I believe, it's, it's and, one. And is one. and Or no, maybe they're two, but uh, that, this other place down the road, Sam's, which actually, which isn't bad, but it's only one. So when I was like, I was like, let me get six pieces of the salmon 
and they like make this face like you just ordered like way too much food and and they like repeat it back to you to like make sure they heard it right and like yeah six that's not a lot like, <laughs> <laughs> that'll feed my cat <laughs> like, i don't have a cat um, um not a cat guy i'm not a cat i'm a big dog guy huge dog guy i don't hate cats i'm just a big dog guy. you're a big dog guy but you're not a big big dog guy <laughs> oh yeah i'm not a big big Ooh, dog guy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're a little because i'm a little person you're a big little dog when guy. animals are bigger than me i'm intimidated <laughs> <laughs> um jumping back to hero dreams of sushi real yeah. quick before we, we we wrap up the sushi part here do you remember at the like towards the end of the documentary when they were making that like egg tart thing and everybody was having like a really hard time doing it. And he just kept making them throw it out, throw it out, throw it out. Like that was the last thing they had to master. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. That was at Sushi Nakazawa. That was the last piece. Oh, wow. So it was like. That's cool. Especially after seeing that. I want to know if the son is still doing it, though. It seemed like he was. He was the one that like didn't really want to do it, it, right? But he was because he understood like like what was being the knowledge that was being passed down yeah. to him from his father and it's and but you could tell you could tell like he had a responsibility to keep it going yeah, yeah. but didn't necessarily want to yeah. it seemed like he wanted to uh kind of do things a little differently and you know I, I love too like the whole like him going shopping yes for all the different stuff and yeah like the day of and like you get what you get you know and it's yeah. not on the menu if you can't get it yeah. that's the shit that i like and even to, to like what you you know you're a big proponent of like saving the ocean and stuff like yeah. that all the stuff that like he didn't know if he was going to be able to get. Oh, anymore I know. Yeah, because of all the the yeah overfishing and yeah. just the popularity of sushi in general. Was he the one on Bourdain's, uh, the event? Uh, what was it? Parts unknown. I and don't know. He went. I'm pretty sure Bourdain went. I can't remember the episode, but he. I remember the this chef, and I don't. I didn't see that documentary you guys are talking about, but he was talking about like the guys like I buy frozen fish. He goes, "This is what what we do." He's like, "I go to the fish market for sushi." Yeah. He said frozen Ooh. fish is the best. It, ha it, it has to be because you um, flash freezing it, oh, sorry. It, it, it kills like anything bad that would be Sure, sure. My mind, I'm not my saying mind like he's going to stop and shop and getting like <laughs> my, my mind, Yeah, yeah my, my mind went to like, uh, oh yeah, just go down to ShopRite and get the, the uh, Gordon's Fisherman uh, fish sticks. We'll no. cut the breading off. <laughs> yeah, and we'll fucking... <laughs> no, it's not an episode of Chopped either. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, he, yeah, go ahead. Good. Uh, that's that, that, that would no. be like chopped fucking college dorm refrigerator edition whatever you have in there make a fucking meal no i wish it. i had more to talk about but like the little things that i do remember from like the the sushi episodes because a lot of it's bourdain driven yeah. like my culinary things but yeah. he he was saying like yeah I, like i the flash frozen frozen thing he was saying like when people who say they're sushi people say this doesn't taste fresh he goes they don't know sushi yeah and he goes the other common misconception he goes what makes sushi is the rice, not the fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. and that's, I feel like we're going on forever, but Sorry. that was like one of yeah. the things that, at Sushi Nakazawa and Sugarfish, it completely changed, like, it's oh a my different God. game. The rice that we had, yeah, even yesterday, was so good. Yeah. What kind, I mean, what, what about? It's just a specific kind of yeah, rice, yeah. and they'll cook it a certain way, so it's, I think they add a little bit of vinegar, so it's sticky. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, dude. Love it, me some sticky rice. But, and that was one me of the too. things, if you remember from Hero, like, the rice he got, he pretty much had like a monopoly on. Mm. Like he would buy it all out and like no one would have people it. would yeah. go to that guy who sold the rice and ask for the same rice and he wouldn't sell it to him or yeah, anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but um just so to put a button on this, he like that restaurant, Heroes restaurant is the only or was the first three star Michelin sushi restaurant. Yes. Yeah. Which means 
so you know Michelin is obviously a tire company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the reason why they give these stars out to restaurants is because when they used to make like books for like going on road trips and yes. stuff like that, one star means if you're in the area, you have to go to this place. Two star means it's a it's worth a diversion off to go to the to go to the restaurant. So you would you know it, you'd go out of your way for it. And a three star Michelin restaurant means like. You go specifically. Yeah, get your this, ass like, to this yeah, place. You go to Japan to eat at this <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. You buy a plane ticket. Yeah. You fly to this motherfucker's restaurant. And so there's your Michelin star. That was pretty cool. I didn't know that. Unofficial intelligence yeah, nice. for the week. Appreciate that. Um, so, you know, jumping uh, jumping along. Uh, I, I actually put this up on there uh, last week. We had it on the notes. I, did, I didn't mention it. So it might be a little uh, dated at this point. But I just thought it was kind of funny, kind of sad, a little bit all the above. You kind of wonder what was going on. But a uh, passenger on a Delta flight from L.A. to Nashville was arrested when the plane had to land in Albuquerque to remove him. Uh, he tried rushing the cockpit and was banging on the door and repeatedly saying, I'm going to stop this plane. All the passengers were held up at Albuquerque for five hours. Oh, man. If I was the flight attendant, I'd let everybody get one free shot on this guy in the stomach before deboarding, because that's just... Maybe that's why it took five hours. For the <laughs> Dude, what the heck, man? But it, it just, you know, I was like, kind of like, I was, the guy clearly was, there was something off. But it's like, I thought we didn't give in to terrorism. Everybody got inconvenienced because of that motherfucker. Yeah. Lock his ass in the bathroom and let him finish his panic attack in there. <laughs> oh, yeah? Flaming dragon? <laughs> why don't you take a well, step you imagine, back? I mean... And fuck your own face. <laughs> we don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, I was also laughing, you know, Louis C.K. had a bit about that uh, when we saw him at, in the original room. Oh, and yeah, If yeah, you yeah. remember, he, he was saying, spot. yeah, and he was just saying, he's like, literally, you could, you could bring a whole plane down if you're just sitting in your seat, just saying down over and over again. Down. <laughs> down. <laughs> down, sir, can you please? Down. He's like, they're going to land that fucking plane. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's this. He fucking he told me he was gonna stop the plane, and he did. He stopped the plane. Do you think that was just a power move? You think like at home he doesn't have any control over his household or his? I don't life? know. You know, people. A lot of people were commenting. Um, you know, you know, to his. You know, obviously the internet is like ruthless. You know, so some people are like really getting crazy with the comments. Other people are defending him. Like, oh, he's clearly you know full blown artistic. Um, and mm. uh, you know, but the guy had a blazer on. That doesn't he's mean... Like, well, he looked like business that's, cash. That's, you know what I'm saying? that's highly artistic, though. Highly artistic? Yeah. You think? Yeah. You know, Who the you hell know, goes you, out in a blazer to go fly on a, on a bro, flight? On a, True. But not fully artistic people. Yeah. An that's, artist, yes. But you're showing artistic tendencies if you're wearing... True. I don't know. He had like penny loafers. Bob dude Ross had a belt is probably on. rocking a blazer on yeah. a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Thank, thankfully, nobody was hurt though, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that guy gets the help he needs. And never... we were stuck. How on the hell the plane did he get past for a couple hours? Once. Oh my god! Yeah, that came up this weekend <laughs> when we were trying to get back. Uh, we went to Toronto for Anthony's bachelor party, uh-huh. and the day we were supposed to come home, it was raining in New York. It was fine in Toronto, but it was raining in New York, so we all knew that, and we're like, "I'm like, mm, something, something doesn't feel right about getting on this plane." <laughs> Not that I thought we were going to crash, but I was no, like, yeah, yeah. something's going to happen. It's your final destination, ass. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got on the plane, like, we're not going to take off yet. You know, we're just waiting to get the signal from New York that it's okay to land. 30 minutes goes by. 45 minutes goes by. An hour goes by. They keep saying, like, we're leaving soon. We're leaving soon. We're just like, 
let us get off the plane. Yeah. We, we, we're now we're looking at the, the weather app. We're seeing it's, you know, it's raining all night in yeah. New York. We were sitting on the plane for three hours before they let us get off, and then and, they and just canceled the flight. How long ago was that? Because now there's, like, laws against being on the tarmac for, like, if you're going to be there ago? for... How many? Two years ago. Oh. Wow, I'm but surprised. It's, that... it's Canada. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, maybe they got away with that because they're in Canada. But we did have a good night. We added an extra night to the bachelor uh, party. We went, got yeah, that hotel. was that was the universe saying, like, nah, you're not done. <laughs> well, <laughs> and if that, if that plane had left, we wouldn't have been able to celebrate with the Canadians in Toronto to see Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors when we saw them force a game seven. Cause I remember, Oh, you went to a game? No, no, no. We oh, oh. watched cause oh, I, oh. they, they, they closed it out. I was in New York. Oh yeah. 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 I was at a bar watching it in, in uh, midtown. You're right. We, but there was a big celebration though. Oh yeah. There was a big celebration. Yeah. Speaking of celebrations, you know, ants in here, uh, rocket is Islanders hack. Well, you tell us, man. Where are they at right now? I'm not really following along. They are in. They are one series away from the cup. From the cup, Ooh. three wins. They, Who are they playing they right just now? Won, they just played Tampa Bay, which is this is the first time that they've seen Tampa this season. And the last time they played, they got eliminated last year in the bubble in Edmonton. Oh, that's right. In the didn't, same didn't, round. Didn't, same didn't round. Tampa Bay win the Stanley Cup? Tampa uh, Bay won. That was last year. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tampa's an unbelievable team with they're, unbelievable uh, they're, hey, Listen, talent. man, and this coming from a Yankee fan, they're an unbelievable, like, sports town, man. If fucking Tampa Bay Rays uh, yeah. have the fucking AL East, like, well, I mean, the Red Sox, I don't know. They're but the Lightning like, have been, as, as long as I remember for being a hockey fan, they've always been, like, decently. I had a hockey jersey for the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't know why when I was younger. Um, I also had a uh, Panthers jersey. That's a cool jersey. Is it, it is a cool jersey. Is that still a team? Yeah. yeah. They, they are, um, I think they were in the, they got eliminated first round. Oh, yeah. Well, as I was say, the only thing I remembered about Tampa Bay, the team, was the, uh, wasn't that the first uh, NHL team to have a female goalie? Who? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Is this a joke? I swear to God. Didn't, didn't they have a female goalie? For, no, like a long, t- a long time no, ago. I don't think a, any woman, not even. Uh, oh, maybe f- in the AHL? Like the minor leagues? Oh, maybe. I specifically remember a, a girl goalie, and I thought it was like like Tampa Light. I don't know. Maybe I just made all that up. Maybe he's talking about Roberto Luongo, huh? Oh, oh. hey, <laughs> ah, that's some old school hockey stuff, right there. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Former, <laughs> former. Yo, Islander what's up? Too. Bri- shout out Brian Leach. <laughs> but um, yeah, Chef Puka Boom. Oh, <laughs> the book. No, we had that was one of my, yo real quick. Just in the hockey tip. Uh, NHL 95 for uh, Sega. Oh, was it 94? 94, yeah. I get confused because it was like the NBA, it was like an NBA 95 game yeah. that was that was good. Then, yeah, NHL 94, but like the bird's eye view. Yeah. When you get in the fights, if you really wreck them or if you're using uh, a guy that's known for fighting, like you see him like laying on the on the ice with like blood coming out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they don't make the games like they used to. Those are some good-ass hockey games. Although I, also I have had... played a, like an NHL 2K or like one of the newer ones, like not too too long ago and even that was like they're incredible these games yeah man. i mean i don't play them enough but i do appreciate uh how awesome they look and i mean and, and how far they've come there's something cool about like the simplicity of those older games oh yeah so like now those are the games i like i like the controllers that's let me give me give me a d-pad and two buttons yeah. May, maybe start and select come into play <laughs> but you know it's these remotes are like the learning curve is like all right wait oh there's what's this other trigger do well one's a gun and then the other yeah, oh, but right, they was- also made the video games, like, especially EA games, and that's who, like, that's what everybody's playing, for NHL, at least. And it's just like FIFA and a lot of their other games. It's like, there's a 
underlying like few couple moves that are OP. And once you master those things, yeah. you can't be beaten. Like if you can figure out how to, to, to develop the formula. Cause like when you're a fan of hockey or a fan of, of soccer or a fan of, of football, the game is never a cookie cutter representation of yeah. like what you're going to be playing on your console or yeah. your PC. So you're, we're thinking like, all right, you know, move the puck to the point, yeah, yeah. slow the game, but the game's so fast paced because it's designed to be yeah. a video game yeah. that you lose that. Yeah. And then that's kind of like what takes it away from me. It's not a true simulation of, of, yeah. of sport. Sure. Um, they're still fun because yeah. you get to control some of the guys who are younger than you that you didn't end up being because you couldn't figure out how to skate on. It's funny. Anytime, anytime we played like hockey in like the street in front of the house, like there was like a rule that we put in place. Like if you called out a guy's name with like slap shot, like everybody had to like clear the way so you could take the slap shot. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, I've like flip flopped a lot. I was an Islanders fan growing up and then uh, had a bus driver in elementary school um, that my family to this day is still very close with. Uh, his family, like my mom's really close with him and his wife. And uh, we used to go watch his son play hockey all the time. And um, he was a Rangers fan. And, and because of him, he converted me and my brother to Rangers. But then when I moved away from New York, I was just happy when New York teams did well. But back in the day, I would yell out, fucking, well, no, no F-bomb at eight. But I was like, Pierre Turgeon. Oh, my God. I used and then, uh, then I was allowed to take the slap shot, like, get, oh, not open net. The goalie obviously stayed there. But, like, everybody else had to clear out of the way. It was a little bit of Mighty Ducks, Fulton Reed, and Jace. Because everybody, puck. yeah, you got, well, just well, his regular slap shot. That's what started it. Then Keenan Thompson came around and, and it had the same vibe where people, like, split every time he took the <laughs> shot. But, but yeah. Pierre so Turgeon, man. I, I used to remember Phil, because Phil's a huge Islanders fan. Uh, and... Yeah, dude, I remember Pierre Turgeon. I remember he used to love Ziggy Palfy. Who doesn't love Ziggy? <laughs> yeah, what about what about my man Zigmund. Patrick Patrick Roy? <laughs> uh, it's Patrick. Wow, I know Patrick Roy. I, I, I remember. Know. I, remember I remember a kid in uh, elementary school brought in a Patrick Wah card, and he clearly signed it himself. I was trying to convince everybody that he like that the the go, he was a goalie, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're like, I bro. had his goalie but stick. We, but we were like, first of all. It, it looks like your handwriting. Second of all, who fucking signs a sports card in pencil? <laughs> Are you, you're not even signing a sports card in pencil. You're like embossing it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, man. Hockey. We, we, <laughs> ice hockey. I'm a big hockey guy. We got to watch some really great, I don't know. Hockey is one of my favorite sports because of Nassau Coliseum. And yeah. I'm gonna, we'll close the this. The barn was rocking. We'll close this on the barn. and The boarding barn? On ever been on the cop, yeah. Once I've been done. there many times. Never once. Yeah, I got some good Bory Barn. <laughs> Should you I take on the Bory Barn? Is that oh, I thought they geez. closed down? Didn't they close? Wasn't there like a save the barn thing like years back? I think they do that every couple of years. Oh just yeah, it's so. <laughs> just a marketing ploy. Yeah. But the only <laughs> barn, it's it's the the store that's constantly going out of business <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under new ownership. Yeah. The only barn that matters. Is the one that is rocking on Long Island. Yeah. And this is officially this is their, this is their last season. The final season. Yeah. That'd be big to close it out with a win. Uh, another team that did that when they moved stadiums. Let's not the Yankees. <laughs> raise But when they got into the new one, they won. Yeah. Let's raise the cup. Lord Stanley's Cup one more time in Nassau College. When's the last time they won? Uh 80, 81, 81, 82 season. Oh, yeah. wow. And you know who they lost to? The Edmonton Oilers. Do you know who was on that team? Mark Messier. Wayne Ricks. Wayne Gretzky. And that was their fourth in a row? 
Wow. It was a drive for Shout five. Shout out the great one. They're drive for five. They made it five straight years in a row. And they won four of them. Pretty good. Pretty good dynasty. Yep. So yeah, bring so, it home. So the Mets and the Islanders were good in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, well, the, the Islanders were good like late 70s. Late 70s. Then they kind of fell off after early 80s. After Edmonton changed the way the games played. Because that was, they were the rough and tumble hockey. Yeah. Yeah, Canadian hockey hits different. But anyway, you're not here for sports. <clears throat> no, they are not. You're um, here for entertainment. Are you not entertained? And speaking of entertainment, we got season one, episode one of Loki, as well as our last uh, podcast episode. If you guys haven't listened to that, it's I'm a hugger, not a boxer. Uh, but yeah, Loki season one, episode one. Let's get into it. I feel like I need to wait until like Sunday to watch it. So it's fresh. Yeah. I liked with WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. It dropped weekend, on the weekend, yeah. so we would watch it on like Saturday night or something. So it's not as fresh in my mind as I want it to be, but I will say I'm su- I thought it was a great episode. Yeah, and I'm super excited as to, as to where this thing could go. Well, let it me seem like it can go all over the place. Let me. Uh, I'll. I'm gonna read my season one episode one notes. Oh, perfect. And and I think it'd be uh, just enough to jog the memory yeah. a bit, and then we could get into it before so, you do that. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because it's... I got to talk about something from Talking Snap real quick. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I did forget something, but we'll go back to that. No, I was explaining to Lisa before the episode started. She's like, because she, she said to me, she goes, didn't Loki die? And I was like, yeah, he did. Yeah. But. This and is then 2012 I, variant Loki. I'm explaining to her exactly what happened. And then they literally immediately yeah, address yeah, it yeah. right Showed at the beginning. Well, we, uh, we were talking about that, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, we yeah. Because uh, we say. Because I didn't know. Because, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, this I'll just run down uh, my notes real quick. So. They did take us back to the scene in Endgame uh, when Thanos uh, chokes the life out of him. And uh, so, yeah, so we see all that play out again. You see uh, the 2012 first Avengers Loki being detained and being brought to justice, whatever. And then he gets the Tesseract and then he vanishes. And so it picks up right from that. And uh, I started with Loki getting Billy clubbed. And he's set at one sixteenth speed, and his lips are just flapping in the breeze. Uh, that was hilarious. Shout out Eugene Cordero uh, playing Casey at the front desk and keeper of all the Infinity Stones uh, and uh, Honest Wagner baseball card as well. Uh, Miss Minutes uh, from the Time Variance Authority gave us a Jurassic Park Dino DNA adjacent video explaining Nexuses and the multiverse and how they keep all that stuff in line and how if they don't keep uh, variants and nexuses, which are basically people that leave their timeline and go on an uh, uh, unknown path, they bring them back in. Uh, we got uh, Agent Mobius, that's Owen Wilson. Um, he bails out Loki. Uh, time moves, we find out that time moves diff- differently in the TVA. Loki lost a bet to Thor, and that's why he had to go Dan Cooper style, uh, aka DB Cooper. <laughs> Um, the little remote that they have that rewinds time uh, is called the Time Twister or the Titty Time Twister. Um, and uh, he steals that off Owen Wilson. Loki goes sneaking around, bumps into Casey, gets him to comply. Uh, Casey doesn't know what a fish is. Um, he gives him the Tesseract and he opens a desk drawer full of Infinity Stones slash paperweights. Like I mentioned, Loki goes through some home videos of moments in the future and ultimately sees the snap, but not that one. Talking about the one where Thanos snaps his neck. Uh, and we find out that the variant picking off TVA agents is another Loki. 
uh, which I figured when the kid pointed to the stained glass uh, artwork in the window with the horns, uh, I know that Loki is the Norish night god because of the movie The Mask. Um, so I saw the moon in like the stained glass. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. he's, that's Loki. Everybody, the joke was that it was fucking Mephisto, uh, but chill on the Mephisto. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, then we go to 1858 Oklahoma where a dark hooded figure sets a TVA team on fire. Is that other Loki? Is that Kang the Conqueror? We don't know. Uh, and then uh, only six minutes worth of credits this week. So we're thankful for that. And then if you watched till the end of the credits, you know, the credits that they're still doing with the imagery and stuff like that from the episode, they focus in on, uh, there's uh, three heads behind the, uh, that girl's desk at yeah. the TVA. Mm-hmm. The judge. And, and uh, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Ravana? I think Ravana. That sounds familiar. She's a major character in, in the comic world. Kang the Conqueror actually falls in love with her. Um, but behind her desk, the last thing that the credits focus in on is the middle figure, and that's Kang. So, you know, he's they're teeing him up and getting him ready because he's the he's the main bad guy in the uh, the Ant Man movie, the Quantum Mania. So, uh, I'm just excited about the, like the time travel stuff. Um, do we want to get in it from the top based off of those notes? You want to just talk about whatever we liked in the episode? Well, let's let's free ball a little, little bit because yeah. so the TVA is not good. Well, they're basically like, you know, everything that we've seen at this point, like all the gods, all the beings from other planets and stuff like that, they're, they're basically nothing compared to these guys because these guys are the keeper of all time, yeah. everything, excuse me, everything happening. And, and like, you know, the, the thing that really brings Loki like to this realization that like everything that he knew to be all powerful and all these things that he literally saw destroy worlds or, or you know, cause these like great wars and stuff, it, they mean nothing there. Yeah. Like, none of those stones had the power. Tesseract was useless. Like, um, you know, so I think he's, because he, he, I mean, he thought it was a joke, too, uh, and that it was just, like, magic and stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. But then he's, like, finding out that, like, oh, wow, like, these are literally, like, what everybody's after in the entire universe, and, like, they literally do nothing but hold paper down in this office, so. Yeah. I don't think they're good or bad. They're just there to yeah, they're just, keep yeah, order. They're, they're, yeah. They're, they're like a Vought, kind of, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, Vought's v- very uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't. Hey, we we don't know for sure that they're not up to maybe no good. I but thought it was funny that they, he when Loki was like, "Oh, you allowed me to like hold the plane hostage and yeah. steal two hundred thousand dollars. That was allowable." But <laughs> yeah, but that's what that's why I'm confused. I think a little bit. Maybe it's just because I don't have the backstory. Yeah, because you're saying like that dude Kang is going to be yeah. Because like, we'll, we'll, and... the one of the uh, Easter eggs in. Uh, uh, shout out Dan Casey, uh, Nerdist. Like we, it's always him or Killian from comic book, yep. but uh, not so much Brandon Davis. No. Yeah, but anyways, uh, <laughs> the Dan Casey guy when he was doing his Easter eggs of the episode, that thing that they find the shovel thing that's like glowing with that like hieroglyph or whatever on it. Um, they like scan it and they date it to like the year three thousand whatever, mm-hmm. and that directly implies Kang because that's the only being that the comic book like that that's from that time. Um, that like kind of goes all, uh, you know, all over um, trying to fix things and like it's just butterfly effect messing up other things and and I think in, uh, one of the arcs is originally that that girl Ravana that's the guy, the girl at the desk um, that's like the judge or whatever uh, she saved Kang's life and then but she gave hers to save his he was in love with her so he tried to uh, create other timelines where he stopped her from dying and it just like messes things up and you know whatever else but. Um, 
so yeah, I think yeah, I think he's just gonna be like going all over, but there's that there's that other Loki that's uh maybe working for Kang. I don't know. You know, I, it's definitely uh, you know, uh, ambiguous. It's just the dark hooded figure it doesn't it doesn't necessarily resemble uh a Loki necessarily, but you know, you, you don't know if it's like a It's gonna be interesting to see where Loki pops up in the rest of these movies and like where his story goes from here. Yeah. Because they said that he's not in the next Thor movie. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, that would, I mean, that would make sense. Cause that's, well, yeah. I mean, depending on these events are occurring, I, I would assume at the same time, right? The new Thor movie and this, but this Loki is yeah, we don't not. Know. And then also the, I think that'll come, that'll, come more into play with the, you know, that one kind of quick line, like, yeah, time moves a little differently here, you know, because, True. uh, because to the TVA, it's like their present day, but then one, all, other Easter eggs lead you to believe like they're in like the 80 or like night. Cause like he's drinking that like energy drink that Pepsi put out in yeah. like whatever year, you know? And so, yeah, that, that's a little bit of a mystery. Um, I think it is another six episode miniseries though. So. Uh, you know, not a hell of a, a long time to, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know it. And, but this is the same thing we were saying at the beginning of Falcon. It was the same thing we were saying at the beginning of Wanda. Yeah. Where it's like, how are they going to, like, they're going to need so much more. Yeah. But they are, I mean, you know, they're, they're long episodes. I didn't think it was going to be, but they land the plane. You know? Yeah. No, that's what I appreciated the most out of this episode, especially since my favorite type of characters are always the ones that start off bad yeah, and then yeah. find some good. Because you like the, keeps, you like the redemption arc, like Negan. I do. I love redemption. Yeah, yeah. And I love that something that's missing uh, from today a little bit. Yeah. The, the forgiveness and uh, that never happens. Redeeming. Uh, but I like to see it in in media. Yeah. But Loki, you know, you always see him just make like he'll take a step forward and then two steps back. Yeah. But it, and then you finally get like that feeling when he does that, like he breaks down and realizes like nothing fucking matters, especially yeah. here. Yeah. Where he's and just I think like, he he also it really hit him hard seeing that like his actions resulted in his mom getting killed. Yeah, and I think that was another like, or uh, stepmother. Yeah, yeah. but he, he kind of gave her he gave her away. He told her like what staircase to go up. But that wasn't was, he leading her into a trap? He was, and then Owen Wilson's character Morbi, uh, Mobius was like, "Do you like hurting people? Do you know the consequence?" But in that. That Loki timeline, that never happened to him yet. So yep. he didn't know that that was going, like yep. he was going to do that. And then when he saw the events happening, but again, the other gripe I have with it is he's, he's the mischief, the God of mischief. He's also like, I don't find him to be the type of person that's persuaded uh, or dissuaded from something by just seeing like a movie. Or like events in the future, because I feel like those same tricks that he plays on people could be played back on him, and I feel like he would be smart enough to know that. So I well, really, Thor gets him that one time. Thor does, but in, that's uh, his brother. Ragnarok. Oh, you know what I mean. But he got Thor plenty of times before that. So yeah, I think too, true. like he true, he true. saw what his what his actions did, but he was detached from it, right? Because when he's in the moment, he's a big like and justify the means thing, right? So whatever he has to do to get to what he wants. It's justified in his mind. Yeah. So, like, when he sees her die, he doesn't know why. Right. She had to die in that Correct. moment. So, okay. so I think that that to me, like, I got that part of it. I just think you know, 
I'm more like confused as to where like this everything's gonna go from here because it's I think it's really gonna get wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's gonna hunt down. I, I mentioned it uh, on the last episode. He, you know, he's gonna hunt down. Well, now we know Loki. Uh, that's killing all these TVA agents, and they're saying that the also the other Loki variant that's picking off the TVA agents. He's also taking their. Uh, they have those like. Reset, uh, reset bombs yeah. or whatever. Uh, definitely uh, light stick men in black adjacent. Yeah. Um, so he's certainly got something planned. That that to me is going to be the most interesting arc. I'm sure there'll be an episode where both Loki's like meet. Maybe again, we don't know that the TVA is all all good necessarily. I mean, even Shield was infiltrated and was you know up to some shady stuff. So who knows? Maybe the Loki that's running around. Maybe there's good reason why some of that stuff's going on. Maybe we find out what Kang has planned. Because I think ultimately Kang was trying to do good and then just kept on messing things up. And then, I don't know. But I'm sure also that he'll have his own agenda going back to whatever all these points. And he's still trying to kind of make sense out of things. And maybe he thinks he'd go back and save his mom. Maybe that splinters another reality because she was supposed to die. Yeah. I think, I think this whole series, it basically exists in the MCU uh, to, to set up to real because this one I feel like that, dude that video I felt like we were in the the, the padded seats with the lap bar coming down yeah. and like you know we're in the you know what I mean because it's like a video that that gives you all the context you need yeah. to make sense of anything because they brought up Nexus and they even had that commercial with the Nexus pill mm-hmm. in WandaVision um, so they mentioned some of those things but they never really like went super in detail about like what those things mean and then also I think the longer that Loki is in the TVA, I think it's fucking things up too. I think things are splintering because like they either like kill you. He's they, not where he's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's not there for a longer and longer amount of time. Yeah. Like in 2012 where he left. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I, yeah. So, I, and they mentioned something like the longer they're off their timeline, the more things like splinter. And if they don't get him in check, I think it wasn't there one shot where they were looking at like some sort. Oh, they have that meter. When they first they they, they they identify him as the variant, and then you could see the line yeah, branching off. off. So mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe I, that's why they didn't want him. Maybe that's why the other girl was like, because if it hits a certain point, like things become unstable. Yeah, or whatever. And maybe that's she. Maybe that's why she wanted Loki to go back uh, to be reset, or you know, destroyed. Like that guy didn't get the deli ticket. <laughs> yeah, I always I always grab a ticket. Have you ever gone onto a deli counter without a ticket no. on a crowded Saturday? Because oh, I'm not forgetting. Oh my goodness. Asshole. <laughs> What? People, I, I, people, I tried to grab in the ticket, but they wouldn't give me the ticket. The people are looking for shit to throw. You just start getting pelted with those cheese balls that have the nuts on the outside. <laughs> Port wine cheese? Uh, the is that thing, what it is? The other thing, too, um, I forgot that I, I read this at some point, but the dude's name is Mobius and yeah. Mobius. Mobius and Mobius. But they have a movie coming out. Morbius. Morbius. Yeah. It's so close. That, that's going to get confusing. You know, there's only so many names, okay? <laughs> I guess so. What's his name? Hiddleston? Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Love his work. He's a, he had me compelled yeah. from the first did. that first episode. And shout out to Big Holland. Theater guy. Big theater guy. Huge. Before he started uh, doing the movies. I don't know. He's he's a, a cut above the rest, but we're we're all excited to see where this is going. Yeah. No, no, I'm definitely uh Wednesdays can't come soon enough. 
Because your favorite podcast comes out. That's exactly yeah. right. And you get the and you get the you one get two. You get the old one two combo on the, Wednesdays. The I was two. I was low key getting excited. Like low was, key. <laughs> oh. oh, I didn't realize that. Low key impressed myself. <laughs> um, Big. I was getting guy. excited when I was getting ready today because I was like, oh, nice, get to go do the podcast and then go watch Loki. I'm like, again, it's not Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, talk yourself down. Yeah, it's not on Wednesday yet. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, what's uh? Oh, before we before we move oh, on. Oh, sorry, and uh, and and we should wrap up Loki better than uh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we move on, it and to put it again to put a button on it. Did you see like the comparisons between uh, the Toy Story with Buzz Lightyear? Oh and the yeah, Loki we thing? were talking about that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. <laughs> Same shot and all. Yeah. So shout out Toy Story. Shout out Randy Newman. I, forget, I, I saw Newman. It was like recently, maybe it was on my way. Yeah, I think it was when I was on the way to the gig on Friday. There was like, uh, you know, some sort of like work van or whatever. And it had like Woody tied to like the bumper, (laughs) just flapping in the breeze. Like, you know, like the, like the hand, like in the movie, like he's hanging onto the bumper. (laughs) I was like, ah, that's so awesome. Better than a (laughs) pair of balls off the back of a truck. Oh yeah. The balls are funny, but when you see uh, Woody flapping in the wind off the bumper, that's hilarious. (laughs) What if you had, cause you, you almost like hear him yelling too. Like, (laughs) Tom Hanks. Good old Tom Hanks. Shout out Tommy. And Timmy. Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. Tommy and Timmy. Shout out Santa Claus. Es Santa Claus. Topo Gijo. <laughs> That's my favorite one that he says. Topo Gijo. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this yet. What's that? Loki. I don't know. Listeners, if you know, Loki was a comic book character first. The media is going crazy. Everybody's making comic books into movies. They are. Or shows. There's a new show that my wife and I started watching called Sweet Tooth. Oh, um, is that the one with the kid who's got the antlers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I never knew that that was a comic book. Dude. It's DC, right? It, yeah, it started off as Vertigo, DC. Oh, oh. Jeff Lemire um, is the writer and creator of the comic book and the show. Uh, he did a couple. Uh, he did Hawkeye for Marvel. He's done a lot of different titles. Um, I never read Sweet Tooth. But I saw the art at every Comic-Con that I've ever gone to. And I know it's like a fan favorite. He's awesome, awesome show so far. I'm a, it's an eight-episode season. And it's, uh, oh, it's on Netflix, so the whole season's available. The whole thing's yeah. available. I think that we should all watch it. Um, Half hour? Hour episodes. Well, 45 minutes to 48. <sighs> Summer. It is. I'm going to I'm gonna have to get my hot girl Summer on. Get, you will. <laughs> and when you're done... Waxing, vaxing, and tanning, <laughs> and clawing. Go back home and watch this because it is—it's like post-apocalyptic, like half human, half animal babies. Mm. Mad Max adjacent. Mad Max, furry road, if you will. Furry road. <laughs> furry okay, road. I see what you did there. Yeah. So, uh, how many episodes did you mention that? Eight. Eight, eight, eight. episodes. Okay. And Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Has a lot to say about this show. And good things. Okay. Right. So, well, we don't. I mean, if if anybody they also has said Army learned, of the Dead was good. So, yeah. Uh, so if we learned anything on this show, it's that <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes cannot be trusted. They cannot. But the show, from my point of view, I'm halfway through. I'm on episodes. I have six, seven, and eight to finish. All right. So far, really loving digging, it. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. I'm always really looking for something it. to watch. I actually watched a uh, visually too. You'll appreciate it. I randomly watched this. Uh, movie uh, i guess that's like loosely based on time travel because it was uh, you know i mentioned that itunes features movies every weekend for 4.99 
So this weekend they did uh, time travel movies, and uh, there was this movie called The Final Girls. You mm. ever hear about? It? I've never no. heard of this movie. Um, I am gonna pull up the cast list just so because I know uh, is it Tom Middleditch? Uh, he did that two man show with um, oh with uh, the guy from Silicon Valley. Yeah, uh, Middleditch is Silicon Valley, right? Yes. And the other guy is John Ralphio, but I'm blanking on his name. Oh God, what's his name? Ah, oh, that's Middleditch is the one. Um, he's from. He's also he played Zucker. No, he didn't play Zucker. No. What other show was he in? But him and that other guy did hilarious improv thing on Netflix. Too. All right, so it was, uh, yeah, Thomas Middleditch, um, Adam Devine, Adam Devine, uh, Malin Ackerman, uh, Aaliyah Shawcat. If I'm saying that right, that's the girl from uh, um, Arrested Development. The one that Michael Sarah's in love with, even though it's like his cousin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nina Dobrev. If I'm saying that right. Sorry, I apologize in advance. Uh, advance. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on the peppers before the show that, that I ate. Uh, that's why I can't talk. Um, Alexander Ludwig. He plays the, the son of David Spade in Grown Ups 2. We saw oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one of my favorites, she was on the first season of. Oh, I guess no. American Horror Story kept a lot of the cast all throughout. So, uh, again, sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right, but I think it's uh, Thaisa Farmiga. I need to see her face. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. I didn't watch American Horror Story. Oh no. I don't think she, she doesn't look familiar to me. In any case, it was pretty. It was like basically Malin Ackerman is is her mom. Uh, she was in uh, this movie like Bloodbath Summer, which is basically Jason. So it was this like cult classic, you know, cheesy horror movie. Um, but, you know, she was famous for being like the girl next door and that, she, you know, she gets killed in the movie. Um, and then it, it like takes you like years later. Um, she's out with her daughter, Thaisa, and they get in a car accident and she, you know, and the mom passes away. Three years later, they're doing like an anniversary of the film. And Tom Middleditch is like the brother or the stepbrother of her like best friend. And he's asking her to like come to the movie theater that he works at for like the, the you know, make it like an event. This it's like her daughter's and you know, we could do like a Q&A thing or whatever. So the theater go, like sets on fire. Like, you know, there's people drinking and smoking, like Final Destination, a Jace type thing happens. Mm -hmm. Theater goes up in flames and there's like an exit behind the screen. So somebody had a prop and it was like the machete. So she takes it and like cuts the screen. Then when they go, go through the screen on the other side, they like wake up there in the movie. And, uh, and then, it, but it's hilarious. Like Adam Devine is hilarious. He in played, anything he does. In anything. But he, he's, he plays like the jock, like the, the, like the cool guy, but he's like, he's like a little heavy, you know? And, and, and like, and just like the lines that he has in it is just like phenomenal. And like middle ditch's character is like fanboying the whole time. So he's like reciting everybody's lines and like, he knows what to say to like all the other people. And then everybody else is like, yo, what the hell are we doing? And what is this called? It's called the final girls. Cause basically the, the, that title, it's, there was this one girl, they said, it's like, oh, she's the final girl. She's the girl that kills, I forget what, we'll just call him Jason for the argument of the, of the story, but uh, she's like, oh, she's the final girl that kills Jason, so let's just stay with her the entire time and we'll okay. be good. <laughs> and that's not, you know, it's not how it works, you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's really funny. It's a really funny movie. Uh, first, like, horror comedy I've ever seen, but, because people still get murked up. 
I'm still <laughs> you know trying, yeah, those are, but I'm still trying to figure out how that's a time movie. Because like she like, she went back in time to like 19, like whenever that movie was like oh, made. Okay, okay. Um, and then she was like, she starts trying to play it like, because when her mom has sex with Adam Devine's character, and that whole scene is funny too, just the way he comes in, like his like pants are like undone, but his like stomach is like hanging over a bit. And like, you know, he's just like talking his shit and like, <laughs> <laughs> but she talks her out of having sex. Cause basically after that, you know, in, in the movie, he's like any, any, any nudity or any sex that happens, like they die immediately after. <laughs> so, and they watch the first one happen, like, cause they're in the woods, like still trying to like figure out where they are. And they come across like, uh, the girl who gets lost and has to get directions from the hitchhiker and they wind up having <laughs> sex. So they're all like watching them, like kind of behind a bush and, and everybody's like, we should kind of say something. They're about to die. And then, and then middle ditch is like, no, just let it happen. <laughs> like, and like, dude, it's, it's good, man. It's worth a watch. I mean, probably won't watch it, but, uh, well, we could, we could shit on it and then Benny might, <laughs> but no, it was funny. I just thought it was an interesting, uh, and just one of those like random movies. I think it came out like 2015. So I was like, I never even heard of it. Yeah. And it wound up being pretty, pretty decent and uh, rotten tomatoes. I think it was like in the eighties. Again, not that that counts for shit. Take that with a grain of salt, but it's so crazy. How many movies come out that you like, don't, don't even yeah yeah that's what i mean i mean there's like hundreds of movies every year and you don't you fucking might know four of them yeah so um but yeah so that's pretty cool um but maybe i'll check out that sweet tooth because uh i am caught up on mythic quest you bastard <laughs> so <laughs> i threatened the whole show I he said. threatened he's uh, he made his threats in the notes and i uh it wasn't threatening no, at I, know, all. I know i know it was a i was bad he asked very nice i do want to watch actually, that, so. that show it is good and you, you'll appreciate it on another level because uh you know like in the video games and stuff because it, it Especially with that backstory, because, like, dude, we, we mentioned that, yo, video games have, like, better stories than a lot of movies. Yeah. You know? And, and this guy, CW, is, uh, he's hired on as the writer. He's, you know, like, prolific writer, you know, um, or, like a sci-fi, yeah, yeah, or is he? Um, like a sci-fi uh, novella. <laughs> I, wa I want to rewatch from the beginning. Yeah, it's good. Well, yeah, that's, I mean... You're a soy boy beta cuck. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's no filter. This he's like an older guy, and like you, you could tell, like the they're trying. At one point, there's an episode based on them trying to like make the office more diverse. There's, there's even like a a, a a like a girls coder camp that con all girls yeah. and stuff like that. And they're like, I forget the character's name or even the actor, but the dude who's the executive producer that. Is supposed to be in charge of everybody, but like oh, literally um, everybody shits David on him. David Brittlesby. Oh, Brittlesby. Yeah, Brittlesby. and. Uh, He's like taking them around on the tour because the girl that was supposed to give the tour, like, I think she, right? And she, which, 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 who was supposed to give the tour? Oh, was it, was it always him? And then he, I don't know, but he keeps on, I can't remember. he keeps on bringing them around, trying to find a girl that works there and every room is just full of guys. And he's like, oh, well, let's, let's try this one. Then he <laughs> brings her to like the tester and then like, but she was like grizzled. I, I don't know. Or, or the girl that works in the basement. Oh my God. The show Shit, is just hilarious. It's, it's really good. It's really good. I mean, if you like always sunny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're gonna Charlie Day is a creator. If it's as well, anything so. like Always Sunny, I'll start it and then uh, bail out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's <'cause> it's just <laughs> so much stuff. It's just so much, and 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 I mean, you get a little bit more of the obviously like the inside jokes and stuff, you know. But like, it's definitely a show you could just watch a random episode from whatever season, it's appreciate not, it, and like it's not like Always Sunny, but it's got it's it's got its influences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and Mac is to me, he's always you know he's always basically a little bit of that character. Too, yeah. So. And and those kind of, I mean, it's just like a lot of it's improv too. Like the always sunny, you know. Like so, 
that's how they are, really. They're not really acting as much as they're just like being their normal funny. That's why I don't know. Ian's just fucking a hilarious character. Well, and then when you find out that it's like he changed it to Ian, yeah, instead of Ian, and it, that's like the whole spoof of the show. Yeah, yeah. But really good though, and, and yeah, I like that that uh, that girl that plays Poppy. She's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, well, and also any graphics that you saw saw. No, that was. V- very Staten heavy. Island. What a, it's any, like, <laughs> that wasn't this island. That S-A-W-R. Was... <laughs> Sore. No, they have like, you know, because they're, they're developing a game which is like World of Warcraft the Jace. Yeah. And they, they have like samples of it and Square Enix actually does the graphics for that. Uh, Speaking of Square Enix. Guardians of the Galaxy. Sorry. Uh, Square Enix, uh, the company that does all the Final Fantasy games. Uh-huh. Is coming out with a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you know, I think I saw something. And it looks um, really cool. The yeah. only comment I think I saw on that was like, "Don't fuck it up like the Avengers game." Did you ever play the Avengers game? No. I I, yeah, I really haven't. I mean, because I heard okay. it was like dog shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they lost me when the you know because they had they couldn't get the likeness. So I mean, how are you going to make twenty three movies and build it around these actors and then have all these like weird people playing the characters? Well, the Guardians That's of the Galaxy. Oh, they're, they don't have the likeness. Same yeah. Uh, that takes me out of it a little bit. It does, but like, I kind of I mean, like I, not having like fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s face on like, <laughs> like every single. I don't know about you, but oh, uh, speaking of Robert Downey, Robert and Susan Downey are executive producers of Sweet Tooth. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, now, well, now maybe I'll watch it. All right. Shout out RGJ. Also, last time I checked. 45 listeners in India. That's substantial. Oh, it's, a, it's over that. It's over 60. Last time I checked, oh, 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 it was okay, 45. Okay. Yeah, but now we're at 60. We're... It's like, yeah, it's like 61, I think. What is it? What are we, what is Yo, appealing and, to and, you guys? You know, we're closing in on a thousand unique listeners too, right? Like 930 something. Damn. So that, that's pretty cool, man. You know, we've been doing this podcast since uh, the end of January. And, uh, you know, me and Benny realized after the fact, you know, the, uh, last week's episode was number 17. Uh, that's number 17 for everybody that, that's listening on all the platforms, but we recorded three episodes before uh, we started publishing them, uh, you know, getting the practice. And some people say, well, a lot of people say that it's, it's at the 20th episode that you kind of find your footing and, and the flow of things. And, and uh, we're definitely getting better at speaking, trying to cut down on the F-bombs, trying to not say like, trying to not say um. It's harder than you think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck! Well, that's two! Well, like... like. (laughs) I had someone reach out to me uh, this weekend, and they were like, oh, I started listening to the podcast, but um, it starts with episode four. Yeah, that was the nod to... And, and like, why? And I was like, well, I mean, we we recorded a couple before to get, you know, to get used to the whole thing. Uh, And then we also, you know, it was a little bit of a hat tip towards... Star Wars yeah. and how it started with episode four, five, and six. So yeah. In case you were wondering why there's yeah. no episode one, two, and three, we'll release that in 25 yeah. years. Yeah. You know, it's funny that, you know, like, I don't know if I mentioned about, you know, going back into other episodes to, to get little samples to put on the, the sound pads and stuff like that. It, it is, it is pretty crazy. I mean, dude, that's, well, this is 18, well, shit, 21 weeks that we've sat down and like done these and it's just, it's crazy how time flies, but at Where the same does time, it go? I mean, yeah, it's like it's pr- funny too nutty. listening to the, the the listening to the first couple. I have I want to go back and listen to one, two, and three. 
Yeah. Because I haven't heard those in a while. Yeah. But it's like listening to, like, it's like from years ago, it feels I, like. It feels like, yeah, because it was literally the beginning of the year. And, uh, I mean, yeah, there's the Super Bowl episode in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the second one, I think. I know it was like the Grammys were one. Yeah. The Super Bowl. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, it, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, at that point, we're certainly not going to release a Super Bowl episode because we also yeah we recorded a few and then because I think we uh, first one published February 27th and then it was like a few days later I did like two more so we came out with three episodes right out of the gate yeah maybe yeah. in the year 2100 when <laughs> Netflix does their yeah like where are they now in the ground story yeah they're gonna be like there were three on oh you know unaired podcasts I, I was actually recovered yeah. from a dropbox <laughs> hey guys what's up this is just <laughs> episode of our podcast we don't yeah. have a name yet but we're still workshopping it <laughs> sounds like a voice what were some of the changer? the the um unused names that we had oh wow uh well there the first episode because i think it was by the third episode where we were like we got a name now or that something. was the first one yeah. yeah oh no no that was the yeah okay yeah, so yeah. yeah so um god I don't remember what was before well, unofficial knows. intelligence. I remember making a joke and we said on the, on a show that, you know, me and Anthony were going like lightning round back and forth with names <laughs> yeah. and it's like radio silence from Benny for like days, weeks. <laughs> and then it's just like, yeah, unofficial intelligence. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That's, and we're like, that's I was the name. literally flip, like flipping through all of the, the names you guys were, were shouting there out. There definitely was some good ones. And somebody on the, on the TV said, and the future of artificial intelligence. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, unofficial intelligence. That was just like playing around with names. And I was like, unofficial intelligence. And I just threw it out there. I didn't even like it. I just, it was just like, I knew you didn't like it. Cause <laughs> when Steve and I were like, what the fuck? That's awesome. You're like, well, and then apparently the yeah, last couple right. episodes have been like subconsciously like changing it to universal intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. One of those episodes we were talking about, uh, the GameStop stock phenomena. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought that was on one of the released ones. That was on uh, pod episode two. Because I still have the notes for those three episodes in my phone. Yeah. Just in case you ever do publish them. <laughs> episode <laughs> three was... Uh, oh, that was Grammys. Or, well, some, yeah. I'm trying to go back in our, our thread. If I go to... Oh, I, well, yeah, I have... Uh, a note with a lot of oh maybe I deleted the names because I was just so proud of <laughs> Benny. <laughs> oh, let's see podcast ideas. Oh yeah, I got rid of them ideas. all. Oh, I remember. I remember. I was pushing for uh, calling the show lit for for oh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for long irrelevant tangents. <laughs> I remember that. Um. Yeah, but that didn't that didn't get off the ground. What was that, <laughs> what was that pot? Pod save us or something. Oh yeah, uh, pod no help pod us. help us. Yeah, help yeah. Us. I like that one. That I was, like that one too. Yeah, that was it's just, tough. It, you know it, that one. It, I liked it a lot, but and maybe it's just my bias because I listened to Pod Save America. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, it's so it's so close. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, it's like now that we're this is we're eighteen episodes in. Like we mentioned, you know, we have a couple that weren't aired, so more than that. But eighteen episodes in, and you know, you really do kind of figure out like what the show is, what you want to do, if you want to have segments, if you want to keep it st really structured, if you want to just like have it totally free form and just like, 
you know, whatever, and we were also going like two hours in the beginning, yeah. Um, which allowed for a lot more tangents and just, I mean, writing those notes, I'd be like, what the? F-? <laughs> I wrote down three sentences and I went from, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it was, it was a little crazy for sure. But you know, I, I I equate, you know, having to name a podcast in the beginning is like having to choose a major for college when you're in like first grade. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. I want to go to school for finger painting. <laughs> and then you're fucking 17 and you're like, yeah, or psychology. <laughs> then I'm and then you're 24 and then you're like, degree. yeah, then you're 24 and then you're like, yeah, I mean, it's, it is kind of crazy because it's like, how you know, you're, you're still forming the show. It's like, you don't have a full fleshed out show like by episode one or maybe you do, but I, I don't know. But that was even like when I played, and I'm sure you know this too, like when I was playing in bands yeah, in high yeah. school, <laughs> like trying to come up with a band name is like, oh, I know. A, three month ordeal because you're like does somebody have this name already did you go to that show in my backyard when i had trip side play no um no i think i was at the show with royal city oh all right cool right that was a good one yeah uh no but when we did that spits yeah shout out matt uh mustache brewery um yeah when when we did that other show with trip side in the backyard me my brother and steve garcia (laughs) also dave brown uh we uh, we did we had like a cover band and then on the, all the flyers our band name was not good enough for a name like that other <laughs> yeah, band no that. use for a name yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that yeah that was tough that was it's the like, name that was just like a joke name because again we didn't know what the hell to call the band so we just said oh we're not good enough for a name <laughs> <laughs> the two bands I was in were now or never oh that's good which I think I came up with as well yeah and yesterday yesterday yeah with an asterisk. Oh, the so end. then, yeah, yo, so that show with Tripside yesterday opened. Really? That show, yeah, but maybe that was before you were in there. No, I was in it. Oh, oh. And then, so the two bands that I was in, I quit before we played our first show. Oh, all right. And I remember I was very salty when I quit the second band. Yeah. And they, like, called me up and, like, yo, how do you play the bass part oh, for this no. one song? And I was like, he's fucking yeah, <laughs> You should have given the wrong, like, I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to. I was very salty. The song's in H flat. <laughs> You're gonna go. You're gonna go. Need to get an eight string. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need an eight string. To I should those. have been like, actually, yeah. You're gonna need a five string bass for that one. So, oh, was your music man five string? No. Oh, no. That was a nice music man. Um, um, R.I.P. That music man. R.I.P. Music man. You know what? R.I.P. This just, episode. R.I.P. This episode. <laughs> R.I.P. Friendly Fire. We're fucking over it. You know yeah. what? You guys didn't fucking, you barely did anything for us with the fucking comments. What do you think? We're supposed to do this shit now? This is on you. Wow. So this is your fault. Thanks so we, for the engagement. We're killing Fuck. the whole segment. I will segment. say, though. No, I'm joking. As, as a, um, a, I don't know, a eulogy for Friendly Fire, I will say the best comment for our final Friendly Fire of Steve oh, oh, I and like- his two-man band was. Hold on. I like Luke's the best. I liked Luke's because it had layers, <laughs> but I would be remiss if I didn't shout out N.Y. Frank. Frank. Oh, daddy yeah. I didn't know the Salvation Army band did private parties. <laughs> so thank you. Rest in peace, Friendly Fire. Yeah, R.I.P. on Friendly Fire for a little while. You know, we, we, we mentioned we don't, we don't have a lot of, you know, time is limited to be digging through these uh, photo bins and stuff like that. Sean? If I ever catch you wearing sandals and socks again, <laughs> you're lucky. I'm holding back because you're a yeah. Met fan, and I love you. Yeah. And we need to go get waffles or French toast soon. So yes. maybe come to New York soon. Yeah. All right. So that being said, one last time, happy birthday, Sam. Love you, buddy. Uh, we love you guys. I was only joking about you, you guys not doing what you needed to for Friendly Fire. That's on us, but we're going to take a little break. You know, sometimes 
you let things go, and if it's meant to be, it comes back, and then yeah. you know whatever. And like but, like we were talking about before, we're we're figuring this all out. Still, yeah. this is this is a, it, we're in our infancy here. Yeah, uh, and you know we appreciate you guys coming along for the ride as always. Thanks for listening this long. Um, <clears throat> hope you have a good week weekend. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, go watch Loki. Yeah, go watch Loki. Maybe check out the final girls, and uh, send some emails. Send some yeah. DMs. All, the, all that stuff is in the links. As always, Ben mentioned earlier, the Instagram, unofficial underscore pod. We have that uh, s- spicy uh, hot sauce tasting that I did before the episode, uh, which was, what'd you say it was? Like just under 700,000? 665,000 Scoville. Just under 700. It sounds better. Just under <laughs> no, 700,000. We like pretty precise. Much, pretty much a million, just about. Yeah. If we're rounding up, you know. Yeah, unofficially. Unofficially, it's a million. It's a million. Unofficially, I won the hey, Spice and Challenge. we haven't said this in a while, but if you're at the end of this episode... And you made it this whole way and you haven't reviewed the podcast on on itunes please please just review it yeah i mean it, we've come to a major standstill on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, you know we, we we felt like we were getting a little too pushy with it yeah so we eased off for a month or so yeah if you f- can find it in your heart you're drinking a white claw <laughs> you know out on fire island and you're like a little you know you're waiting for something somebody to come meet you Review the podcast. Yeah, f- fingers are feeling a little frisky. You yeah. might want to do some Instead of typing. sending that drunk text T-Rex. Exactly. Leave a review. Leave a drunk-ass review. But be kind, though. We yeah. don't want the angry drunk text. No, texts. we want those too. You know, the one I would where lo- you're... I would love to see a review that just said, hey, you up? <laughs> Miss you. It's the one that's that's texted with one eye open. the <laughs> And it deleted in backspace munch, munch times. Munch? <laughs> um, bunch and much put together. Munch times. That's another T-shirt that might come out, and I want to see whoever those two people in Nepal who are listening to us. Oh, damn! I see you. I didn't, I didn't see that one. I see you, two people. Yeah, you they're probably it. using it as torture on on some prisoners. In yeah, Nepal. <laughs> yes, yeah. They, they, out, they outlawed. Fine, I'll tell you. They outlawed waterboarding, but they didn't say anything about listening to our podcast. <laughs> oh man, well, hopefully it's not torturous to to people. I can understand that, but you know, and our and our babies in India. Let's go. Yeah, man. Um, So, yeah, thanks again, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Love you. LFGM.